This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Big Bang. Update from the Yard. On 105.7 The Fan. He's ready on the 1-2. Garcia hits this one high and deep to left. Really high, really far, and gone! Adolis Garcia. And the Texas Rangers now lead it 6-0 in the second inning. Second inning, and they never look back. Adolis Garcia broke this game open 6-1. Nathan Ivaldi, Ivaldi, I'm sorry, goes seven innings, giving up one run, five hits, seven strikeouts, no walks. He was just unbelievable. Uh, Chapman comes in, he gets two outs, also walks two. He had the bases loaded at one point. Leclerc comes in and saves him. Kramer, uh, ineffective. Inning and two-thirds, six runs, seven hits, two home runs. Does it seem seem like – both Grayson Rodriguez and Dean Kramer. Did it seem like the moment was too big for both of those guys? Could be. Because I was very, very surprised by their performances. Um, did, they, did they get yanked at the exact same point in the game? It may be. One and two thirds? Maybe. I think they did. But either way, it was just it was just bad. I mean, and especially, you know, in the postseason, you can't you, you can't become from behind, you know, six no. nothing, nine two. Yeah, inning and two thirds for Grayson. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He gave up five runs. So I mean it, it's you start out that way. You put your team in a tremendous hole, and I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, look, I got I get it. The Rangers are the best offensive team in the American League in every category. They can hit one through nine. Yeah, but they're not the best pitching team in the American League, right? And all of a sudden, <laughs> they became really good. Like Nathan Ovaldi looked like you know Jake Degrom. Their bullpen has been from. suspect all year. You didn't get to them really, except for the yeah. one game with Sunday's game. And that's the goal with them. You want to get to that bullpen, but. Don't worry. About it. It's an example. Of this is how you know it can be heartbreaking in baseball because one team gets hot at the right time, and the Rangers were. They're hot. They were hitting. They were pitching well, so they played really well. But you know, you catch them next week, and maybe the complete opposite because they were like that all season. I think it was was um. Let me think. Was John Smoltz doing the game yet last night? John Smoltz said it was almost like he was apologetic to what was going on. Because we had to sound up at Bills. John Smoltz said, I'm t- he laughed and said, if you play this series 10 times, you'll get a different result. Yeah. He was just, he was almost like laughing in an apologetic way saying it. Yeah. Like, this is, like, it was almost like he couldn't believe what he was watching. Yeah. Well, like, he knows. from play- He played the game for a long time. He knows that that's how this game is. He played these, you know, those, well, it should have been five games, but three games here. It could have, it could turn out a ton of different ways. The Orioles could sweep. They could have split. It just it didn't look the way I thought it would. Not at all. No. And and just the bats. 
It did not look like the Baltimore Orioles that we saw for 162 games. I didn't realize until beginning of the game that the Orioles went into that game losers of seven postseason games in a row, now eight. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it goes way back. Well, though. like I said, to, I was on with Amy Lawrence this morning, and I said to her, I said, yeah, that, that started when some of these guys were in middle school. Yeah, literally. you know. I mean, that's 10 years ago. Yes, literally, they were in middle school. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a fact. In fact, what was, what was Jackson Holiday, 19? 19, yeah. He was nine. <laughs> yeah, or ten when this started. It, 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 this doesn't belong to all of them. It belongs to us as a franchise, but it doesn't belong to to these players. They're they're on a three game postseason losing streak. Um, and and but this is the thing though, Ed. I mean, to see them go down that way was almost to me unidentifiable. Like who are, who are these guys? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know these guys. They look regular, and they had to look regular <laughs> in the entire regular season. Yeah, they didn't. They just they did not look like themselves. I say that, and I don't know if there was said you know the moment was too big for them or whatever it was, but you know, I mean, and you had your guys. I mean, Gunner had three hits, so you your stars still delivered. Was well, he the youngest Oriole in history to have? Three hits in the postseason game. I think he surpassed Eddie Murray. Did he? Yeah, Eddie Murray did in the '79. I mean, you know, the guys who contributed expected. I mean, Santander. Or he had half the hits. Yeah, he did have half the hits. He only had six hits. Yeah. But it's it's you know the bullpen did okay. I thought Gibson came in. He gave up the home run, but overall the bullpen last night did fine. Uh, Gibson went three innings. Anything on the preparation? Did you question the lineup at all? I mean, like some was questioning why wasn't Hicks in the game when he had been the hottest hitter in the postseason thus far? Would you have started him? And if so, where do you start him? Who do you yeah, start well, that's him over? the problem. Now, I'm going to go with the guys who got us here. I believe that they know, and they, you know, whatever they were looking at told you the best chance they had, you know, was having Santander and Wright, whatever, um, instead of Hicks right now. So, I mean, and Santander's been delivering all year. And he's basically he's, could be a team MVP most years. Oh, Hearns has been delivering this yeah. year as well, especially down, down the stretch. Hundred percent, he has. And, I mean, oh, Hearns a guy relying for almost anything. He just he comes in and pinch hits home runs. And yeah, he's been great. So it's tough for it to, to criticize the lineup when you have you know it's you have so many guys, and this has been going on all year. You know, it doesn't matter what buttons you push; it seems to be the right buttons until those buttons don't work anymore. And when they don't work anymore, it's hard to blame the manager or anybody. Guys just aren't getting it done for some reason, one reason yeah. or the other. I mean, you know, Hayes and Mullins, no hits. I mean. A, a game after Hayes had, what, three? Mm-hmm. I think he had three Sunday, right? Yeah. And, you know, so you just don't know. It's ba- it's baseball. It just is. I mean, you got to – if you if you watch the game – if you watch it during the regular season, watch it all year, these things happen. You'll have those, you know, like I said, when they won the series in 83, they had two seven-game losing streaks. Mm-hmm. That didn't look like that team, but it happened. You're hearing from everyone. I was on Amy Lawrence's show this morning, and, and, and you're hearing it from other national media people and a lot of people here in Baltimore. This team will be back. This team will be back. For all intents and purposes, there's, there are reasons for them to be back there, but that scares me because, as you said, for something else, this is base, that's baseball, man. Yeah. That's baseball. You don't know whether this team gets back. You don't know that. Sadly, you don't. I mean, and that's 
look, there's example after example of of you know what goes on um, with teams after a big season, like they have a, a big winning season. Uh, Did the Mets then, get back? The Mets went for, one year. We know they didn't. They may get back next year, but they didn't get back this year. The Mets won 101 games in 22. The same number as yours. 101 games. Won 75 games this year. 75. <laughs> I, and and people were searching for answers. So the Mets. I mean, the answers they have is they fired everybody. They fired the GM. They fired the manager. Um, but who knows? It's one season. You know, from one season to the next. So who the hell knows? They were favorites to go to the World Series. Yeah. Big payroll. And, you know, <laughs> ended up obviously not happening. But it was it just it not happened in a spectacular fashion. Where they ended up just a couple of games ahead of Nationals where they'd be in a cellar. And listen, I you can look at the Orioles roster, you look at the youth, look at the minor league system and say, Yeah, this is gonna happen. But it doesn't always happen like that, is my point. You know, you don't. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you would think because it's not a veteran-laden team, it's not a bunch of guys in their thirties, and and you know when you cross that thirty line, you can get old overnight. You know that. Yeah. And the Orioles don't have that, but at the same time, it's not only just the nucleus they have; it's the mixture of free agents they bring in as well, and that locker room has clicked tremendously. How do we know they're going to click like that again moving forward when you start adding these other pieces? I like to believe it, but I think, I guess for me, I'm just kind of pumping my brakes on Ed on the assumption that just because this team gets back next year, just because. I'm, I'm pumping my brakes on that assumption. Well, I think they'll be back because I, you just you look around this team. I mean, Adley's 25, Gunner's 22, Malkow's 26, Westbrook's 24. Um, you got a lot of young, young players on this team. Um and you know it's funny with Kerstad's twenty four as well, mm-hmm. but even the, the you know our most veteran players you look at like Santander, late twenties, twenty eight, Hayes twenty eight. I mean these guys are still. This is a very young baseball team. Tampa's going to get be back. Yeah, I, I'm convinced they're going to be back every year. Toronto underachieved. Do we agree? Yeah. Okay. They were, they were people. So so, so now those are teams that's going to contend for the AL East. All right. Seattle's not going anywhere. Texas is going to be here for a while. Houston's going to be here for a while. Somebody's got to win the Central. Somebody's got to win it. Uh, I don't think the Yankees are going to stay down. Who knows what Boston does? Talks that they're trying to go after Shohei. Mm-hmm. Shohei just automatic. Shohei just all of a sudden signed a contract with New Balance. Where's New Balance's office in Boston? Yeah. You know, so teams are going to get better. I'm not talking about the Orioles. You know, not being as good as they were this year. I'm just my point is, what we can't rely on, what we can't automatically assume is that other teams are going to get better and rise up. You know, it's and and this is what you, you, you always say: when other teams increase their wins from one year to the other, that means they're taking wins from somebody else. Yeah, of course. You know, you can't add wins without taking wins from somebody else, and that's that's my whole point. I just think. It's important. This is a very – we said last year, and I mean we by listeners, I didn't think the offseason was as important last year. I didn't. But a lot of people thought last year's offseason was so important. Oh, here we are. We're all, we're all in. And I, I always thought what Michael Lodge meant by that was bringing these young guys up, not not what he's going to do in free agency. Mm-hmm. I said that then. I said it. I'll, I'll stick on that. However, 
this offseason is important. Yeah, it is. This is the most important offseason we've had here since blowing the, the opportunity to do something with Manny Machado, either sign him long-term or trade him in the offseason. This is the most mm-hmm. important offseason since that, Ed. Well, I would agree, particularly because the stakes are different. I mean, the expectations are so different now. Um, and look, there's going to be guys, you know, you got to prepare yourself, everybody. There's going to be people out there who, you know, hated this franchise, who were always down on them, and they're going to think, aha, told you, they weren't ready. The regular season was a regular season. This is not a Super Bowl, a World Series contender, and you're going to get that. Um, but I don't buy it. I think this team is going to be good for the next five years. They got a great nucleus. They still have, they still have studs in the minor leagues that they're not going to want to part with. They're going to bring those guys up. I just think you, get a, you know you got to find a couple of pitchers, and that's much easier said than done. But that's you know, I think that's what you have to do. I think you got to find a couple of um, bullpen guys. Yeah. I said it before, I'll say it again. Postseasons are one in the bullpen. Let's go to Cody, who is in uh, Cockeysville. Good morning, Cody. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Sad day here in Baltimore. But uh, appreciate the show as always. Um, I got a couple of things I just wanted to say. Um, I, I can't get on Brandon Hyde. A lot of people have been getting on Brandon Hyde. Uh, I'm not. I think he's a great manager. And look, this was his first time as a postseason managing, you know, the whole game. So I'm not going to get on him. But I do have a couple of things to say in that the starting pitching is still a problem. It was a problem at the beginning of the season as far as if you want to contend. I'm not saying that we don't have good starting pitchers. But you look at the playoffs and you need need some dominant starting pitching. And we lack it. And we also are lacking a thumper. And uh, those are the two things that I think are the keys to, to a World Series. And the starting pitching is key. Thanks, guys. I disagree on the starting pitching. I think the starting pitching needs some experience. You had two guys that had zero experience in the postseason. Uh, the bullpen wins wins postseasons. Look around all the box scores. Bullpens win postseasons. Mm-hmm. You'll get a Nathan Evaldi uh, uh, every now and then, but you got guys going four and five innings. Bullpens win playoff series. So um, yeah, I mean, it's the game changes. The game has changed anyway, but changed particularly in the postseason. Yeah. Uh, Javier, Christian Javier, is a stud for the Houston Astros. He pitched five innings last, yesterday. He only threw 87 pitches. Yeah. But Dusty wasn't having it. Five innings. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> See you later. That's it. Let's go to the bullpen. Freed gave up three runs for Atlanta the other night. He went four innings. Will only gave up two. He went six innings. People rely much heavily on their bullpen in the postseason. That's just... just and, I, and the Orioles, in my opinion, that's what they got to go out and do. I don't blame them for not doing it because I don't know what they had to give up. Zach Gallen. Well, probably they, they wanted too much. Exactly. Yeah. Zach Gallen gave up two runs, only threw 84 pitches for mm-hmm. Arizona the other night. Went five innings. He only gave up two runs and threw 84 pitches. In yeah. a regular season, he's still pitching. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Miller. Miller, the Dodgers panicked. He gave up three runs early. Inning and two-thirds. Get out of there. It's, you rely more on your bullpen. In a regular season, three runs in the first inning, two innings, he's still pitching. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.